house show you just listened to a very short snippet of alchemist by yours truly and i don't know sometimes i don't comprehend but i am certain that you are listening to the trillist podcast in the, <laughs> in the universe today we have an extremely special guest our journey started about four months ago about four months beginning of the year or like really was it late 20 I think it was the end of the year, like December-ish, right? Yeah. Actually, yeah. six months ago, before yeah. we entered this wonderful year, 2022. Right. 2022. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. It started <laughs> off a little rough. Right. You right? remember that joke, 2022? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, we linked up at an undisclosed location with undisclosed individuals. <laughs> but the conversation was so authentic. The conversation yeah. was so pure. I just remember we were just talking. Yeah. Just vibing. Like, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying? Diving deep, you know, getting personal with it. You yeah. know, just truly a bonding experience. Yeah. You know, that was my, you know, understanding of the event. And just from there, you know, I made music. He made music. Uh -huh. We started, you know, bouncing off of that. And just over time, you know, just built this relationship where, you know, we've been trying to link up. Yeah. You know, I meant, meant to have him here about three, four months ago, but... Uh -huh. You know, things happen, yep. you know, we got busy schedules, but, you know, here, here he is today, you know, with the story of just, you know, someone who has, you know, really had to make things happen on their own, you know, yeah. somebody who has not always had the, the biggest support systems in their life, you know, has, has gone through a lot of changes and moving around and fluctuations growing up, but has still, you know, mustered the will and mustered the courage to, to build something for themselves, yeah. you know? And I feel like that combined with, you know, the multitude of talent, you know, this <laughs> this amazing individual has, you know, is just such a, you know, reaffirming lesson to anyone, you know, down and out, to anyone who has been down and out, who has, you know, been, feel like they've been left out yeah. or forgotten about, you know, that there is still plenty, not only time, but there's plenty of energy and others just like you yeah. who have gone through that and who have come out stronger, better yeah. than, bigger and better than, than ever before. Yeah. And without further ado, we have the one and only LSD. I don't think there's no opening that can get better than that. That was a good opening. Thank you so <laughs> yeah, much, good. I appreciate it. I was you. like, keep talking more. Look at that. It's <laughs> so the first day. Yeah, shit. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, like, I'm over here like, oh, shit. <laughs> Listen, no, no, no. no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, man. See this? This, this is the vibe. I love it. From day one, this has been the vibe. Yeah, I'll never say. I'll never say. I remember, 
like I said, we talking and you know, obviously at the time I'm a little drunk, but I remember, yeah, I remember, that's the vibe. I, yeah, but you know, I, I remember it was like I remember talking to you and it was kind of like so heartfelt. It was kind of like talking to a friend, you know, kind of like not meeting for the first time. It was very kind of like wholesome and kind of like, dude, I'm kind of like I like this guy. I'm gonna keep in touch, you know. So yeah, definitely. I appreciate you having me. Uh, great setup, dude. I appreciate the fruit, man, the veggies, man. Uh, I love it. No, I, I, I appreciate. It. I'm excited to to be here thank you so much yeah. i appreciate you you know finding time in your busy schedule because i know oh you got a new job yeah you know what i'm saying like a lot of <laughs> stuff going on in your head a lot of emotions to process so i appreciate you taking the time out you know to schedule this of and course to be here and just just gracing the treehouse show of course you know, man. i'm so thankful for you how are you feeling today i feel good um it's sunday so very kind of relaxed uh busy morning but now we're kind of time to chill, you know. Um, overall, good. Uh, start the new job Tuesday, so I'm super stoked about that. Um, yeah, it's a it's a another kind of journey ahead, you know. Mm-hmm. So, kind of seeing what happens. But how you feeling? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. For once in a long time, I decided to leave the man cave. Okay. And venture into the wild. Okay. And I'm grateful. Okay. I was a little shaky leg going in. Yeah. However, going out, I was shaky leg. Okay. However, <laughs> shaky leg in a good way. Okay. Good. You know? Okay. Um, basically, I went to the vegan festival. Okay. Oh, did you went? You went? I, I had a couple of friends that went to that. Yes. Yeah. I know. Yes. Are you vegan? Absolutely. Oh, what, what gave yeah. It away? Okay, that's awesome. What gave it away? Yeah, gave it, <laughs> gave it away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, you know, I was like, listen. Like, I'm on this dopamine detox shit, but am I going to let that make me not live life? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I said, fuck it. I just did it. And I'm glad I made amazing connections. Fuck yeah, man. And um, yeah, it was just beautiful. Yeah, congrats. High five. Thank you so oh, much. Yeah. That's a double high five. You know, yeah. high five to new. Actually, let's make a cheers to that. It's let's just a cheers to that. Yes. We got the kombucha. Yeah. God bless the bottle. I bless the bottle. There we go. Uh, I love kombucha actually. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there was a there was a, yeah, there was a, I got you, sir. There was this uh, place in Rogers Park that made their own kombucha. I can't remember what it is right now, but uh, it was like it was like uh, their own kombucha kombucha brewery. And I, 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 I'm uh, let oh, thank you. At some point, I'll um, I'll um, find Cheers it for you. To new opportunities, new opportunities, new horizons, and a, not excitement but new energy. Oh, yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Oh, they need to hear what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it, um... There you go. Cheers, cheers. to New Horizons, uh-huh. new opportunities, uh-huh. and new energy the energy every corner. Yes. There we go. Hey, there cheers we to go. that. Y'all ain't here the first time. <laughs> oh, that's good. You that's messing good. with it. I'm messing with it. Is LSD the chef messing with it? <laughs> LSD the chef is messing with it. I like it. I like mm. it. Oh, it's good. That's real good. Yeah, it's like a ginger lemonade. Yes. Yeah. There are flavors on this planet that I never thought would taste good. Yeah. But like individually, they taste like shit. Yeah. When you put them together. <laughs> yeah. It's like they, they come together and they just make art. Yeah. In the mouth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. No, yeah. Ginger and lemonade. Or ginger and lemon. Yeah, it's so fucking good. I like mm. this. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Speaking of chef, mm-hmm. speaking of, you know, for those of you all who don't know, LSD is an extremely talented 
guitarist. I'm humble. He's extremely <laughs> humble about it. However, you know, one well, glance at his Instagram account, mm-hmm. you will be blown away by, by the by the sheer <laughs> level of mastery that oh, this guy, thanks, that this king, has attained. Just, I'm blown away. Frankly, I'm blown away. And and what I want to know is, what is your routine like, like with the guitar? Like, cause I play guitar. Uh huh. I, I ain't that good. <laughs> you know, and I kind of have. A, if, if, an idea. if you have any some pointers or lessons, man, hit me. I'll reach out. I'm always here. Thank you so much. But well, how have you gotten that good at it? So it's so interesting. So well, it was, it's 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 kind of dark in the beginning how I got. Mm. So like, um, you know, obviously I told you before, I was a foster child growing up. So then, um, throughout the foster homes, uh, I got to like some trouble. So they sent me to kind of the next level. We just kind of like a, uh, it's called a residential home or kind of like military school in a sense. So it was a lot of time in in in, in those rooms by myself. So then when you reach a certain level, you can have an instrument. So I chose to have a guitar, um, and I would work. I would play guitar. If I wasn't like on school at school, I was playing guitar. So like six, eight hours a day, and just playing guitar. I had this music book as well because I knew how to read music because I was I played flute for years, so it was kind of like transposing the flute music into the guitar music, and uh, doing that and just kind of like the key for playing guitar is obviously, you know uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the saying you know ten thousand hours you know yeah. that rule, so true, always invest time, and uh, and a lot of, and a lot of it to perfecting anything and I still have a long way to go even though I'm good, I still have a long way to go but. Practice and then also like for example, I always tell people kind of like choose a song that you want to learn from the beginning. Choose it, and then don't worry about. Um, so if, wait, so if you choose a song, you're automatically gonna know how it sounds. Right, right. So learn those notes, but learn it slowly. You're gonna we're gonna uh, if if it's a tempo of 120, learn it at like 60. You know, because what 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 it is gonna be that muscle memory. You do it slow, then you're gonna get gradually faster, faster, faster to get to the key, and you want to focus. More on getting the notes right versus actually how fast you're doing the song. So looping, for example, say if I had three notes and two of those notes I'm missing, you know, I'm, I'm fucking up. You know, I'm, I would loop those two notes until I get it right without even thinking about it. Then go to the next part of the song, the next part of the song. It takes a lot of time, but you're going to perfect that song and you're going to like, you know, just learn what you need to know. So... Is that how you became a savage? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know that's how I became you know, Mike dropped a merciless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> take no prisoners with the, with, with the fingering. <laughs> the Denzel Washington of my time. No, totally kidding. <laughs> you feel me? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, that, that that's how uh, I love music, man. Uh, and uh, the guitar is something that brings me joy about it. You know, um, it's great for me for, for a lot of different occasions obviously you know you have weddings you know you have your own personal time to help you out friends come over you gotta whip out the guitar if you, you know, you're on a date you know obviously you know use that you know to you know I've never done that before <laughs> I've John married a couple of holes before you know <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair a friend of mine uh, calls me fingerprints <laughs> Is this a put the dog down story? No, 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 it's not. Okay. <laughs> put the dog down story. No, 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 no. Oh, no, yeah. um, <laughs> her and I, um, she's cool, she's cool as hell, um, and she's a beautiful voice. Uh, shout out to Catherine, great voice. And uh, we're just jamming one day, and then she made a joke about, like, oh my God, I bet you're so good, fingering. <laughs> then I was like, I mean, again, I'm humble. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, 
And then she, then she, then she's like, I want to give you a nickname. I'm, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna call you Fingerprints. And I laughed at it at first, but then I said it just grew on me, and I was like, cool, Fingerprints, I guess. So, mm-hmm. but I'm really good, yeah. At the old fingering, eh? <laughs> I see that Foo Fighters thing was. Oh my god! Oh, yeah? I had to listen to it like five times. Dude, really? Oh, That's man. how amazing, especially the end. Yeah, that riff you was doing like yeah, with nah, the, nah, nah, the nah, pitch. Nah. I was like, just chilling. <laughs> Just like it's like the fingers have a mind of their own. It really do, man. I love it. I, I, I was so I, w- I was looking at guitar right there. It's actually like a Spanish guitar for when I look at it. Mm. So like, uh, so it's pretty cool. I like it. You have a name for? It? No, it's not even my guitar. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, okay. My guitar is inside that bad boy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Acoustic or electric? Acoustic. I have acoustic. Um. Yeah. I just. I don't know. I. I don't want to say I'm a. Um. What's the people who like pain? Um. It's not a um oh man not a hedonist i know he's talking about something but yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. I, i'm not that okay but i think on the spectrum yeah. i'm kind of i just like i like to do things that are hard yeah that, that i have to feel something okay like, even like working out like a challenge like, it hurts so i yeah. do it or like running it hurts oh. so i do it like i'll meditate in a certain way yeah where like i, I meditate the normal way but like, i meditate in a certain way like i actually cross my legs yeah so they come up like that and it oh. hurts so I, i'll only do that meditation because i like the point where like my mind yeah I, it feels the pain and then yeah. i overcome it you know that's awesome because I, 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 that you know that's how people become great you push yourself to limits that your body isn't supposed to be at or kind of like your or your mind isn't used to getting to and then you kind of like in some aspects you know you obviously when you're in pain your heart rate goes up or you're you get kind of a little nervous or panicky, but then you're able to calm yourself down during that pain, and that takes a lot of mind power, you know. So I admire you for doing that. Thank you. So you know, much. obviously the great physique, man. I hey, appreciate uh, you. Yeah, I, I really appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, no, of course. So definitely, <laughs> no, so kudos to you, man. That's like, that, that's literally <laughs> how you become great. I remember like playing guitar, um, and I, I never got calluses. It's one thing I never mm-hmm. got, thankfully. But um, my fingers would hurt and cramp up. Yeah. You no, know, for hours, especially for now. Um, I, I I use my thumb to play guitar as well. As bass, I saw bass that. Notes. I was like, interesting. Yeah, because because yeah. what it is, it's like you, it's you, more chill. Yes, yeah, be lazy. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. It, it's actually it's actually harder. What you're doing is so. For for for, for example, I, I wish I could show you. It's you, kind of like you're playing Let and then here. I'll show you. Hey, <laughs> for example, is it tuned? Is he... mm-hmm. It's not tuned. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Oh, that's how I work. <laughs> so, for example, so you have the bass note. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna put something C. Oh, 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 yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, you have the bass note. Mm-hmm. Uh, not tuned, so don't judge it. I don't like tuning it right now. <laughs> but you're gonna have a bass note right here. Then you can play some chords. Uh, you're just gonna be tuning it. It's gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried. I, I tried. I was like, for the sake. The weird thing about that guitar is that even if you tune it, it's still kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those. It's something. I think the action is too high. Yeah. Or, I, was saying. I don't know. Something is. Let me see. Have this little tuner app. Mm. So we have the basement right here. For example, you got a regular mm-hmm. C chord. Right. I know it's not a tune. Regular C chord. If, if you finger pick it, it gives you more rooms, kind of like mess around with the sound. So I'm playing, for example, say this. And I want to add a bass note. Oh, wait. Oh, man. I'm trying to see. It's throwing me. Let me see. Uh, 
You hear that boom. It plays as plays as a bass note, the, the E. Yeah. But you, the, 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 what helps me out is the thumb, because you you have the rhythm and then you have the bass. So we kind of get like two different sounds mm. and kind of the key. Because when you have a when you're in a band, the uh, the the bass player is actually the one keeping the time for the entire band. Wow. Are, yeah. Normally speaking, you have the bass player. That's the, that's yeah. your time right there. So the, the, so then to play guitar. I, I could be doing the stuff, but the, that bass is still gonna be happening, you know. Yeah, so you just keep the thumb on there. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And that helps mm. me out with the bass. Yeah, all my aspiring guitarists, <laughs> you feel me? Right. If y'all trying to take things to the next level, listen to this. Yo, what's up? I'm about pick on me, but yeah, I like yeah, I love guitar. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for that. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, I will be rewatching this video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some inspo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for being my muse. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Um, but th- I appreciate you for congratulating me, making things that I I do make things hard, so that I just never get comfortable. Yeah. You know, but so you say you were in foster care. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of comfortable, you know, how can you get comfortable? You you know, you really you really can't in a sense, if it's for my grandmother was obviously uh amazing in my life. And then because uh, she was considered my foster mom because I was taken away from my parents when I was three. So <laughs> then my grandmother stepped up and was like, you know what, I'll take care, you know, of uh, of my grandkids, you know. So once I left there, went to Everson, my first foster home, and then many foster homes from there. You never really get comfortable. Your parents were together. Yeah, my parents, my biological parents were together. Uh, but, but they took them away. Uh, yeah, but yeah, they were horrible people. Yeah, scum of the earth. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, it was definitely like, you know, it, it, it's, it's interesting. The older I got, the more prominent, um, was the more, I guess to say, people have struggled with abuse and like uh, neglect and abandonment from parents from you know biological parents um one thing that isn't talked about in our community is black 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 men or black people is mental health you know and what that does so like apart i never got comfortable in my homes because i never kind of overcame that trauma and so i always had trust issues i always had kind of like you know i was like you know i was depressed i had ptsd um I had been a lot of putting a lot of my medications in order to kind of like be serene enough, you know, to be a, you know, a, a good child, you know. But uh, yeah, you can never really get too comfortable until you, because you're also not making your own decisions. You're, you're, you're kind of always wishing you were back at that last home, you know, because sometimes the home would be worse than it when the last one it is. But I, I, for me, I was always wondering if the grass was green on the other side. And not since I had said it never was. So. Mm. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's just a lot of people, you know, they get in situations like that. Yeah. You know, and they, they shut down. Yeah. You know, and, and we see evidence of that everywhere. Yes. You yeah. know, a lot of people like that, it doesn't work out for them. In yeah. Life, you yeah. know, but it, it seems like you, you know, you've made something of yourself. Yeah. You know, about to get your degree. Yeah. You know, amazing chemical job, chemical yeah. engineering. Like, yeah. that's, I don't even do that. You know, so it's, and it's like, I have both parents. Yeah. And I love them, but it's like, 
if that's a rags to riches or like a a, tra- a tragedy to triumph story, yeah, that's that's you. Thanks, man. I appreciate. I that. mean it. Thank you. You know, like I'm just seeing you now, and then that just warmed my soul hearing all of this from you, Thanks, knowing man. your story. Thank you, man. I appreciate. You that. know, <clears throat> and I I kind of want to go back to that place though, and like during during these times of discomfort. Like what? What kind of kept you pushing forward? What kind of kept you, you know, sticking to the art that you used to do and sticking to these? What What were the things that kind of, you know, kept you out of that dark space? Um, for one, talking talking to my grandmother was it was a huge support throughout those homes because even though I was taken away from her, she was still like, I still love you, and it made that known that she still loved me. So God bless her. Um, and then um, therapy. Um, and by therapy, I mean not only talking to somebody, but like, um, you know, like for example, yoga. You know, yoga was a huge part when overcoming um, a lot of the traumas I had when I was younger. Helped out a lot. Uh, being, you know, the uh, mind body. That was what they, what they call it. Uh, DBT skills. I forget what it stands for. Dialectical behavior treatment or therapy. It's kind of like coping skills, but like mental, kind of like having knowing your red flags, knowing your. Uh, kind of like what triggers you. Yeah, triggers. That's, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, knowing your triggers, kind of like being able to stop yourself from getting there to that point. So you'll have like stress balls. You'll have like music. Music was a huge, huge therapy thing for me. Um, and I think my love for that, um, and in in my way, kind of wanting to give back, is making my own music. <laughs> but yeah, music therapy, and my grandmother. What are the three things that kind of kept me out of that dark hole? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's a lot of people can relate to that. You know, yeah. just like music is something that it's like a language. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter where you're from. Yeah. Doesn't matter what language you speak. You know, doesn't matter how old you are. Even yeah. babies. You know. Yeah. The moment they come out, they're bobbing their heads to something. Exactly. You, you know? know, it's. Yeah. I was talking to the blues festival. Mm-hmm. Just I, I go out and I go alone because I just like to immerse myself yeah. just be weird or whatever just like i don't like to have any constraints told me we got to go here it's like no i just want to vibe uh-huh. and then just be in the moment and then yeah. talk to people i want to talk to whatever exactly and i had this amazing conversation with this gentleman shout out matt spider-man <laughs> but um just the most profound conversations you can have with people if you just open yourself up 100 percent. you know just don't judge nothing like he's an older guy yeah and he was he was just basically breaking down that like like music yeah music is the one thing that you know it's a language Mm -hmm. you know and we communicate with each other you know through energy yeah and music conveys an energy to it yeah you know and as long as that energy right comes from a place that has good intentions yeah if that energy is coming from a place that you know wants the best or is is just being genuine yeah about what they want with the outcome then that energy will be received yeah. by whoever's listening to it yep. through the music, yeah. right? And then that can have therapeutic effects. Yeah. So what what kind of music was like really, you know, touch hitting you deeply and kind of, Ooh. you know, hmm. <clears throat> at the time to get over music, to deal with the kind of the sadness, I would listen to '90s grunge music. So like you have Pearl Jam, you have uh, Stunts of the Pilots, you have uh, you know um, Soundgarden, you know uh, all those guys kind of like Alice in Chains, 
clown all those guys. And in a weird way, most of those 90s grunge artists, those frontmen are dead from their own feelings, their own music. So um, so it is powerful. They, they die from overdosing or drugs. And that's what they rapped about. That, that's the yeah, music about. Yeah, that's the music about. Was that, that's kind of the feeling of emptiness, emptiness, kind of like feeling of, you know, alone. Um, or even like the everyday stuff from relationships to kind of like feeling like an outcast. Uh, kind of like every, they, they, for, to me, they brought out how I felt without me having to say it myself, you know? Um, so that was, that was that 90s grunge. And then um, rap music, hardcore rap, when I was like angry, wanted to get shit out, like, you know, um, Bone Thugs and WA, Biggie, uh, a lot of Lil Wayne. Uh, so it was a mixture. Well, different stuff to with with the guitar stuff. I remember it was uh, my old therapist. Um, I didn't know I didn't know who the hell John Mayer was then. My favorite favorite musician, one of my favorites of all time, is John Mayer. <clears throat> and I was I was um, she found out I play guitar and she came up to me and she was like, "Hey, you ever heard a guy named John Mayer?" And keep my keep my she's also old she's an older black lady, so uh, she came to me. She was like, "Hey, you ever heard of John Mayer?" And she, and she gave me this DVD to watch. And it was just like, it was this uh, John Mayer where the light is, and I was just so. Sorry, excuse me. I was so I was so, in tuned with what he was playing, and he had like three different sets. He had his like acoustic set, and then he had his like blues set. We had him as the blues players, and then he had his whole four piece band, which like eight people, and then it was kind of like those different stages, and I was so kind of like intrigued. And um, I was like, I was like, I have to learn this music. I have to kind of like feel what he's playing, you know. So that was a good way. That was how I get transitioned into my anger to like make giving myself something to do, playing guitar. So, mm. yeah. Was that like, um, how did you feel like playing the guitar? Was it was this was it like, like me personally, when I don't do something I'm passionate about for a long time, mm-hmm. the thoughts start creeping back in. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I start feeling a little lower. Yeah. I start reacting more, being less grounded, mm-hmm. you know? Was that the effect that guitar had for you? Like, were you so, you know, religious to it? Like you said, putting in 10,000 hours. Yeah. Did you ever look into why you put so much time into it? Was it what... And, and it could be multiple things, but... Mm-hmm. What was kind of the main reason, like you put so much time into? Was it was it kind of just to avoid? It was di- okay. Yeah, hundred percent. And initially, well, initially I went. I wanted. I wanted. I wanted uh, to, to play guitar to get laid. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Just getting you know, girls were like, oh, I love. I never play. did that before. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I would be honest. Unfamiliar concept. Uh, the, <laughs> I learned all these. I was like, I was telling a previous conversation. I learned all these like. Fucking songs like just go Wonderwall, fucking <laughs> every Ed Sheeran song, all this bullshit. Today, yeah, it's not a thing. Like <laughs> a- <laughs> I know them all. Yeah, like my favorite one to play was Collide. Even the best falls down. To that Panty dropper. Pat Lily. <laughs> it just rubs nipples. <laughs> but then after a while, getting past that phase, <laughs> that whole phase, <laughs> I was like, you know what? Um. Uh, I actually like playing guitar. I like, 
doing this. And it, it did. It took me away from kind of like staying out of trouble. It gave me something to do and let my thoughts rest so I can focus on that, you know? And I was never impatient, so I didn't like get mad or smash a guitar when I was like, fuck, when I'm going to learn this song. It, I, I, I wanted to get better so I can learn this song. And then once I started learning songs and kind of like getting a feel of it, then I made my own music. And then I was able to kind of like show uh, my emotions through that. So, yeah. Mm, yep, yep, yep. I like that. Yeah. I love the honesty. Yeah. You know, just the genuine, open conversation. Yeah. You know, I love that. That's what it's all about. I appreciate that. Me too, actually. <laughs> you know, it's not often like my, my friends tell me, I'm going to get some more of those delicious. Yes, pizza. yes. You know, my, no, knock yourself it's out. It's so fucking good. You want me pour you some too, well? Thank you, sir. Of course, you're welcome. Two steps ahead. I love the enthusiasm. Now, y'all better sponsor us now. Yeah, right. Because it's, it's two, two people. Kombucha two. eight. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is really good. I love me some kombucha. Get some of this. Um, by the way, I've, uh, a friend of mine went to the blues fest. Okay. A uh, blues blues thing, and uh, she's also vegan. I, I should I should I should get. She you probably in. came from the vegan fest and just visited on the way back. That's what the yeah. same thing I did. Yeah. Well, well, initially, no, she, you know, she wanted to go. She was kind of. Was it Vegan Fest? Vegan Fest was like a little on Grant Park. Oh, gotcha. But, um, blues is a little more north. Okay, gotcha. So you. You could hit Grant, and then that's all I did. Came straight. Okay, I think she just said they said she went to Vegan Fest. <gasps> Sorry, and then um, it was in like Andersonville or something. Oh, it's maybe another one. Oh, it's a different. One. Okay, okay, never this mind. This one's downtown. Okay, okay. Because I yeah, because there was a Vegan Fest, and then there was a Blues Festival in Andersonville. Mm-hmm. So I thought you get you guys went that way. Okay, okay. But I have to put. I mean, um, she's also big on like vegan lifestyle and kind of like. Uh, does like uh, tries try to do yoga, works out a lot. Yeah, and I think you you and her can be really good friends. Her name's Madeline. Shout out Madeline. Awesome. Madeline, I don't know you, but <laughs> come to yoga. Let's yoga. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I always like to keep myself around like different all walks of life, all, all all types of people. You know, keep on your toes, kind of like. And if you meet someone different, you can kind of like the lifestyle what they do kind of like reaches out to you. You might be like, hmm, let me try this for a bit. I remember. Um, and my first semester of school, um, um, had a feminist teacher. She, uh, was vegan and she kind of pushed into the curriculum she was teaching. Uh, I forgot her name, but we read a book about the dark side of McDonald's and then kind of like that whole kind of like the, what, what they do, uh, to the animals and whatnot and how they make their meat. And it turned me off to meat so much. <laughs> That I was I was pescatarian for three years. Wow. Yep. I never felt better. I I, I, I couldn't be full blown because I love salmon so much. <laughs> I love fish, but um, even that lifestyle was like like I loved it, you know. So it was awesome and shit. And then a barbecue ruined it for me. A black barbecue going to the hood. I was like, fuck! I can't turn down hot links. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's it's um temptation. Yes, kudos again because I'm sure you're at temptation all the time. <laughs> He's like, bruh. <laughs> temptation, temptation, weakness. Yeah, you know things that know your weakness, know your triggers. Yeah, you know, and try to come for you. Yeah, and it, and it's like, but it's like. You know, it's a muscle. Yes. It's a muscle you got to exercise. Yeah. And it's, I feel like the more temptations you kind of 
I don't want to say conquer, but the more temptations you acknowledge, because you yeah. got to acknowledge it. Yes. You have to acknowledge that this you is do. my weakness. Yeah, you do. But then, like, okay, what am I going to do? Am I yeah. going to fly? Yeah. Or am I going to fold? Yeah. And then sometimes I fold. Uh, I be folding. I, I, get, yeah, I get it. Sometimes I, sometimes I know that if I fold, I'm going to feel guilty afterwards. Yeah. And I deeply process yeah. all the repercussions. Yeah. And I still fold. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing is, like, that's okay. It's okay to fold. It's okay to it's fold. It's okay to fold. But yeah. as long as, like, keep, I don't even want to say try. You could fold, but fly right afterwards. There you go. I like that. Fold, then fly. Yeah. Don't fold and try to fly, because then that try is going to make you fold again. More in the future. Uh-huh, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'll fold, and then I'll fly again. Yeah. And then I'll fly until I fold. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but guess what? I might fold on something different now. Yeah. Because it's like, people be folding on the same thing. Yeah. How you still folding on, on the same, same thing? thing? I can't tell you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like, you didn't. You know, pursue your dream uh-huh. because you fell in love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The love of your life. Yeah. You fold it. You fold it. Right? But yeah. you learned that lesson. Yeah. And, right? Two years later, now you don't follow your dream again yeah. for the same thing. Uh-huh. This just reminds me of the story. This is just a rapper named BFBD Pac-Man. He's from Flint. <laughs> and I hope yeah. he's new, feeling good and healthy. Uh, see, look. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? Flint. Yeah, oh, yeah, Flint. Okay. So, <laughs> I know. Uh, well, he's in, in, in one of his <laughs> interviews, he said, and this, this is how folding and flying, he said, it's his baby mama. He said he caught gonorrhea three times by her. <laughs> but it was so good that he had to keep going back. And I'm like, well, wouldn't the life tell you to wear condom? <laughs> and I guess she's a baby mama, but I was kind of like, you, you fold it three times with the same thing. The same thing. <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. The same avenue. The same, yeah, the same avenue. Not like, a, not like you try something different. I, yeah, and I then it's still, it's like the exact same process. He walked in the door knowing what he was getting. He was like, you know what? F it. I'm still, I'm still doing it. <laughs> Yeah, and then it did it two more times. <laughs> you know, at that point, it's just natural selection. Yeah, at that exact at, at that point, I'm pretty sure he was like, you know what, Jesus, take the will, fuck it, and then just like go. Natural selection. If he dies, he dies. Listen, listen. I didn't know the guy. I also didn't know Charles Darwin. Yeah, right. He's but like, <laughs> that man was spitting. Yeah, natural selection. <laughs> natural selection. You know what I'm saying? That's, yep. if, if it's like, what does natural selection look like? What that motherfucker did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. It's 100%. like that's yeah. how genes don't get passed on. Yeah, exactly. Because like nature don't want that. Uh, hopefully. 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 Oh, but it might though. Uh, we know. I mean, sometimes we got to even out the smart with the stupid. So. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, you know, smart and stupid, and all that, just traits. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of hit a chord there. You said you're very patient. Yeah. Where do you think that comes from? Man, a lifetime of waiting. <laughs> um, I learned. I was always waiting for something, whether it was like a way out of these foster homes, uh, way back home to my grandmother. Um, I keep waiting to get paid, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> kind of like, you know, you know the saying. You um um why wait say what is what is it saying? 
uh, I watch Pot Never Boils. You know, it's something like that. Kind of like I grew up. Actually, thankfully, a lot of a lot of um, a lot a lot of strong black independent black women. Um, so it was very kind of like all my foster moms were single older black women. Um, very wow. rare that I have two home two parents in a home. I think one time I actually think I had a father figure in foster homes. How was that? That's when I beat the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't that good, <laughs> but. Um, but, um, some of the most yeah, black women can bear patient. So, yeah, you know, so, um, just been, I guess, been through, been through so much. Kind of like, you have no choice but to kind of like, if your time comes to like, you know, have an opportunity, you know, as long as you keep your head on your shoulders and have that, give out that good karma, that good, good energy, you know, something will come. Um, my grandmother was a very patient person. Hell, she had to raise her own kids and then raise us. So that alone takes patience. And we wasn't, we were all boys, you know? So she was definitely a patient woman. And she taught me, you know, that, you know, just being patient and I get you, get you a long way. So, yeah. Bless her soul. Yeah. I bless her. She lives on through you. Yeah, hundred percent. The realest nigga alive. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> we, we gonna find you a, ra- a rap name. We, we have to find me a rap name. We gonna find you. Find rap me a rap name. Fingerprint. Finger. <laughs> marketable. Fingerprint. Marketable. Marketable. Get mad at Fingerprints. Little baby. Little baby. <laughs> little baby is marketable. Little dicky. I know. A good point. Yeah. These Fingerprint. are fingerprints. Uh, you know that's not bad fingerprints you know if your mind's in the gutter it's bad 100% if it's not which like, it would be fingerprint could be anything it could be maybe I just leave my mark yeah right wherever yeah. I go hey they ah I like maybe that maybe I am constantly in the, the uh, police criminal justice system cause I be leaving <laughs> fingerprints friend. all over the place you know what I'm saying it don't always right. gotta be that yeah hey, I don't always gotta be that but if it is that, no, totally can't. No, I can't. But if it is that, <laughs> yeah. it is that. that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I could, I could be a great guitar player. And just exactly, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Humble. humble, 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 humble. I keep humble. humble. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta keep, keep humble. Agreed, agreed. Thanks yeah. for sharing that. Thanks for of sharing course, that. Adam, of course, and um, no, like what I want to go back to though is therapy. Okay, you know how old were you when you were exposed to therapy? Because I. I had um, another guest, shout out to Dean. Mm-hmm. He talked about therapy, but I feel like we didn't kind of go deep enough in it. And he was a little older when he got into it. But uh-huh. I, w- I would love to hear a perspective of someone, you know, you you were in therapy young. Yeah, I was young. Yeah. And have you done it like as an older person too? Um, Not now. I'm, okay. I'm uh, looking into it, but. What was um, that, how old were you when the, when the last time you kind of did it? Last time I had therapy. <sighs> Seventeen, 18. seventeen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So maybe wow, damn it, ten years ago. Yeah. It might wow. be a reach. It might be a reach to ask this question, but was there a difference in the therapy like when you were like seventeen, a little older, versus like when you were how old were you when you started it? Oh man, like six. Yeah. Did you yeah. notice like a difference in the effect of it or? Yeah, that was working. When I was older. <laughs> it was working. <laughs> I was older. You know, I was younger. You're not really keen kind of like trust people or kind of like you kind of like do what kind of do what they says to kind of like end it versus kind of like doing it to feel it and get better so <clears throat> um 
I feel like when I was younger, I was always doped up on meds and and forced into therapy in order to get something. For example, if I I don't know, I wanted to do something for school or go on a field trip or something. I had to go to therapy. You know, kind of like it was forced. Versus when I got older, I got it was less meds. Um, I was able to open up on my own accord, you know, and kind of let it work. Uh, and also at that time, uh, it's hard to kind of trust and build a relationship with a therapist, especially because, you know, you, you don't know them. You're supposed to like let them, a stranger, help you, you know, better your life when you don't know them, have their life. You know, maybe they, you know, party or drink or, or do God knows what outside of closed doors. Or maybe they're a horrible person themselves. You don't know. But um, once I was fine, you know, for me, my favorite type of people are ones that I can relate to. So instead of a person kind of like with the notepad out saying, okay, you know, doing this, actually like you and I having a conversation. And then you may be kind of like chiming in with like things that may have worked for you or things you've seen work. Yeah, that's therapy for me, you know, having a connection in order for me to let you know that, hey, I'm struggling because like it's hard to open up if you need help, you know, whether you feel like a burden, you feel weak, you feel vulnerable. It's hard. It's, it's you know, it's not easy to open up. And I'm always kind of like when friends are going through stuff, they come to me kind of like because I've been through so much. A lot of my friends know that, hey, Ellis has been through a lot of shit, you know. And so sometimes people feel like intimidated by what I've been through. So I always keep that to myself. They're kind of like, well, uh, they haven't. Um, I mean, uh, if, you know, for example, I've heard people have asked my story. And then I'm like, okay, how about you? How was your upbringing? And they're like, well, nothing compared to yours. But like, we're not going to talk about it. And I'm like, that's not a contest. You know? So, but then there are also times, you know, to put myself out there where I'm like, man the fuck up, you know, to people. So but I, I realize now that through therapy, everyone has their own breaking point. Everyone uh, heals on their own time, you know. So that's always important. Thanks for sharing that, man. Of course. Yeah. That's really deep, yeah. especially the part about that realization. Yeah. That just because... I've been through some shit. Yeah. Doesn't make maybe your stuff that you've been through. Yeah. Like any less exactly. to you. Exactly. Because it's all about perspective. It is all about perspective. It's all about perspective. Yeah. You know? 100%. And kind of the, the, the follow-up question I want to ask is, do you, like, did you ever find yourself, like, knowing this, knowing uh-huh. that about people, that people can, like, shut down? Um, be intimidated when you like tell your story did you find yourself keeping your story to yourself a lot or like not telling people and kind of like like you said not feeling like you can open up to people yeah because 100% what I used to do is I used to tell my story early on meeting people I have friends that don't know what I've been through and I've been friends with them for two or three years four years because I learned that I want my who I am right now speak for me I want how you meet me right now I want you to gain your opinion or your impression of me through that. So, yeah, I will hold in my stories because people do judge. I remember, I will never forget. So, because uh, uh, one of the, it was uh, growing up, uh, my parents sexually abused me as well. And so, I wasn't able to, you know, I was, I was kind of, I was fucked up from that when I was younger. And uh, I, I will never forget when my foster moms accused me of being gay. 
Nah, nah, um, and I'm not. I'm, I don't have nothing. Even if you people are, it doesn't. Have, you know, I don't have any negative thing to say about that. <clears throat> but she solely accused me of being gay because I was quiet, like do my own thing, and of my abuse. Didn't know me, and she did, so she was kind of like always kept people away from me. And then when she yell at me, she'll like say, "Well, get your little ass over here and just be angry." And I'm like, "I'm not gay," you know. Man, that that hurt a lot because I had no control over my father doing that to me, you know. So it's, I, it, it's it's interesting. Yeah, I feel like I had to keep it to myself a little bit, but then as I got older, kind of like find out people admire, people are kind of like are like wowed about like wow, I didn't know you went through that, and look who you are now. You know, that's my favorite thing to hear because like it shows that. You know, people like me for me and don't, you know, judge me for what I've been through, you know. So, yeah, sometimes I have to keep it to myself. Yeah. Yeah, because um, you, you only open yourself up mm-hmm. so many times. Yeah. And be shut down. Yes. Or open yourself up so many times. And we're humans. We learn. Yeah. You know, if you're doing it right. Right. <laughs> but you know, you only open yourself so many times. Yeah. Right. Because that's what therapists tell you. Open yeah. up. Yeah. You know, stop coding things in. Don't yeah. keep it bottled up. Everybody tells you that. Everybody tells you that. Everybody yep. tells you that, right? Yeah. You know, BuzzFeed video. Yeah. All these <laughs> yeah. YouTube videos. They say, mm. by the way, you look completely different without your glasses. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah you can, the eyes really come out. Yeah, thank you. I yeah, know, like, you like say the that. brown eyes. I have yeah, I have light brown eyes. Though, yeah, yeah, I see. yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> um, little off topic. Yeah, little segue. Um, coming back to that. <laughs> um, I'm distracted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't pull, don't pull the glasses off on the date. <laughs> I do. I'm like, you, you won't like even this. have to play the guitar. I'll be like. <sighs> It's like, another day I will play my guitar. <laughs> another day. Another day. Just be done. It's just done. It's like, just that's done. Like, that's it. This date is over. Let's, let's, just, let's, let's, let's pay. Let's go back. Let's go back. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, but... Um, I, have, I, have, I have some pancakes. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Why do we even come here? I don't know. <laughs> you feel me? Um, exactly. Uh, that's hilarious. No, but like you can only open yourself up so many times and get hurt. Yes. To, to this like... Well, like you said, some people two to three years, yeah, they don't find out. Yeah. But what kind of makes you, what's like a signal, right, that makes you know, like, I feel like this person I could tell versus I feel like I can't tell this person. How do you kind of navigate that? Um, Just good judgment, body language for them. Uh, if they open up to me first, uh, you know, kind of like your lifestyle, it, it, like everything. For obviously, for me, my, a lot of my bases of my friendship, the bases of it, have started off with a night out, drinking, and whatnot. But then building from there, you know, you kind of like get to know someone outside of the kind of like, you know, when when they're sober, you know, <laughs> you know. So uh, that being said, um, just just a kind of conversation. I love a nice deep talk. You know, those are underrated deep talks. Amazing, you get to know one another. Um, and you build friends through there. Um, let me see if I ever need anything, whether it's small or not. Um, there was one time I was, let me see, one time I was uh, in between jobs. 
I needed like just fifty bucks just to grab some food. Uh, probably a couple years back, and a friend of mine was like, gave it to me. He was like, you know what? No problem. You're my boy. I got you. And then I paid him back. Uh, probably like maybe like a couple weeks later. Uh, I mean, he was like, wow, I didn't expect it. You know, I expected bad. A lot of people kind of like fucked me over. And I was like, no, you did me the favor. You know, you trusted me with your hard earned work, work. You know, you work hard for that money. You know, and you're lending it to me. You know, and I know when you get it back. I want to do the same thing because I say one day you might need something, you know, and I want to be there for you. So, and I will hope that you do the same for me, you know. So, um, it's always kind of an opportunity for people to show themselves and shine. And then I'm like, cool, well, this person, I can, you know, trust them. Mm. Yeah. No, that, that makes so much sense because, yeah. like, trust has been one of the biggest letdowns. Yeah. Like, judging from the story. Yes. That you told me. Yeah. So, it's like... You know, as a kid, yeah. couldn't even trust your parents at all. You know, still don't. Yeah, you know, um, twenty twenty plus foster homes. Yeah, the trust, the lack of trust is, am I gonna be here? Yeah, for long, right? Exactly. You know, like, it, are they gonna adopt me? Yeah. You know, so it's like, yeah, I, I would imagine that would make trust so important here it is and it really is especially for me since i don't really have much family i mean all i, all I, have, all I have is my, my my younger brother i don't really talk to anyone else and everyone else that i was close with passed away so my youngest brother is the closest thing to family to me which means that friendships are valuable to me you know i have a lot of two i have a lot of associates but very few friends um so I, people i can go out with have a good time grab food with those associates people i can just kind of casually have a beer with but friends are kind of like who I can, I don't know, just if I was stuck on an island with them, <laughs> you know, we can just open up to each other and be there for each other. Life or death, I take a bullet for you, likewise, whatever. Those are friends that people I can open up with, feel comfortable with. Like, I can, I don't know, leave things around and not take. I know them, you know. Um, and so friendships are like family to me. That's what, that's what to me, what the word family is for me. All right, friend, my friends. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's so deep. That's yeah. so deep. A lot of people think it's just like blood. Nah, you know they think okay, families is blood deep, or family is the people you spent your life with. Mm-hmm. You know, from the cradle to the to the grave. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, what about people like you? Who yeah. haven't experienced that? Uh-huh. Does that make their experience invalid? Yeah. Does my- that make the family thing? So mm-hmm. it's like, no, it's just that maybe we need to expand our definition of family. Agreed. You know, yeah. I love that. My big, my biggest enemy is my blood. You know, those, my own family, my own parents, you know, those are the enemy to me, you know? So, uh, yeah, just, just, I have a line in this song. Uh, it was like, um, and I call it demons. It was uh, just because, just, just because they're your blood don't mean that they're your family, you know? And that's, that's, that's been a basis line in my life you know no that's just and it's just like even thinking of like just moving around like that mm-hmm. i had another guest you know a lot of people mm-hmm. you know grew up on the south side yeah you know it struggle oh it's hard you know struggle so it's like not not in foster care mm-hmm. sometimes single parent sometimes yeah. both parents yeah but just it's it was tough growing up so a lot of times moving around not because of traveling, but like they evicted. Even, yeah. So it's like, all right, now I'm in, you know what I'm saying, 53rd and Ellis. Yeah. Mm, now I'm in 
43rd and Princeton. Yeah. Now, you know, still, exactly. but it's like, move. it's still moving around because that's still a different school. That's still yeah. a different zip code. That's still yeah. a different. So it's it's obviously not to that extent, but even with, you know, lesser extent of that, people, a lot of thing I noticed was uh, they would tell me that when they would move, switch these schools, it was kind of like the momentum they had built up. Yeah. It's like, okay, kind of getting a friend group. Yeah. Kind of getting some new activities. Yeah. Kind of getting close. Yep. The universe. Bitch. Yeah, exactly. Bitch lot. Not today, Satan. Not today, Satan. <laughs> right? Exactly. Or yes, yesterday, Satan. Well, yesterday, yeah. Yesterday, yeah. <laughs> now all that gone, basically. Yeah. And it's like new things. So, And they say they would struggle a lot. What What was, what, for example, like one of the big things they struggled with was identity. Like yeah. finding himself. Yeah. You know? What what were some of the things that came with kind of just moving like that? Like, did you struggle with kind of like finding yourself, mm-hmm. or was it more so just like, uh, I'm just like annoyed by this? You know, I necessarily finding myself. I should say, um, my biggest, my biggest, I guess, um, what's what I'm looking for? Blah, 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 blah. Thing I had to, <laughs> the biggest thing I had to overcome was stability. That was the hardest thing for me. Uh, obviously, because of the moving, because of the, the making friends, like you said, that momentum, that momentum, you know, building that kind of relationship, and then it's being taken away from you. And that played a big role into my life now because I was used to moving around, used to only having a job for like a year or someplace and getting bored. Because I'm used to moving, so my first apartment I have right now is my own very own apartment with no roommates, nothing like that, just by myself. And that to me, it's like okay, I finally got a stable situation where I can determine, you know, the only way I can believe if I don't pay rent, you know, God forbid something happens to the apartment, excuse me. But uh, in that case, like you know, like for me, I'm in charge of when I move, you know, so that 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 this is how I kind of overcame that one, but definitely. Uh, that building um, friendships or relationships that were not short term, because at some point I would purposely build short term relationships. You know, um, whether it's sexual or non sexual, make sure it's short term, and that entails from also commitment issues. You know, so it's it's it's, it's funny how something as small as um, not small, I guess something like moving a lot can trickle down to a lot of different different issues so finding myself not necessarily um but i guess trusting other people or yeah and 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 showing them i guess who i really am so which is a humble ass person you know what i'm saying yeah. Okay. <laughs> Always from the start. <laughs> Honestly, like I didn't even know like all the stuff you did. I had to ask, like pull yeah. it out of you. Yeah. You know, you're not somebody who leads with like just because a lot of people, and maybe they don't know better, but they think a conversation is talking about themselves. Yeah. They think a conversation is okay. How can I raise my perceived value? Mm-hmm. Just you know, and it's like I'm not trying to buy anything. Right. Exactly. They, People be trying to sell you stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm not your customer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so trying to sell to everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, first of all, I'm not even your audience. Yeah. I'm just here for the vibes, or I'm just here to have a genuine conversation. Yeah. Right? Why can't we just break down that 
that need to take something, get something from somebody. Because you only are selling yourself exactly. to get something in return. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. interview. I'm doing, I'm selling myself so I can get that job. Yep. You know, or I'm a, I'm a vendor at Vegandale. Yeah. Right? Okay, come to my stop, smiling, blah, 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 so right. you can buy my shit. Exactly, right. So it's like, it kind of adds to the trust issues, or it kind of adds to like, I don't know, because it's like, why, why do you feel the need to like, boost yourself up? How about we just, you know, play that game of, yeah. tell me about yourself. I tell me, like, you know what, and just listening. Yeah. You know, so... I'm I'm happy for you first of all. Thank you. You know for for even making it here yeah. to this place now where like you seem to be somebody who is you know you seem to be like obsessed with yeah. like proving everything all the odds against you wrong that it, I am and breaking like a yeah. cycle yeah of like a lot of things in your past yeah. where like if there was a sample size yeah right if there's because <laughs> you good at sample sizes yeah. <laughs> He's the guy, but there's a sample size of like Ellis's uh -huh. of people who've been through what you've been through, yeah, and then like the like the product which yeah. is now a lot of that that's not the product, yeah. so you know what I'm saying. So just again, I'm not like rubbing it on, but I just really want to commend you for, you know, even making it to this point. I appreciate that. Thank you. No, you're wel you're welcome, hundred percent. What I'm really interested as well, though, you know what what is the because when you were speaking of that, you know, traumatic, traumatic experiences, you yeah. know, with your parents, I do sense still a lot of, um, a lot of anger there. Yeah. You know, as you hundred percent should, yeah. you know, I can't imagine that. Have you gone through any, like what, what, what processes have kind of helped you heal that? Or I don't know if you can even completely heal that, but process that yeah, kind of like in a healthy you. way. Yeah. Well, um, actually I tried, and, and I was at a point where I, I was ready kind of to forgive my parents. You know, my father passed away 2014, and I got to talk to him, because I haven't talked to him in, like, before 2014, I haven't talked to him since 2001. So that was, like, 13 years of just nothing from my biological father. Uh, then I talked to him the day, the the two days and then the day of that he died. Wow. Yeah. So it was those days, three days, I kind of felt like I had a dad um, not the man that abused me, but kind of like a father. He, but, but he was he was on his dying bed. I didn't know that he was on his dying bed. He, my father was my he was six hundred and forty pounds, uh, huge guy. Um, and he died from a massive blood clot. Um, but the the day over the first two days, it was kind of like him just kind of like us catching up, like saying things we want to do together, kind of getting to know him. Because at that point, I had therapy, and I was like, you know, we're ready to have a father figure in my life then the last day he was like crying tears saying you know i just wanted to tell you i love you and you know be as strong you can be and whatever that happened what you've been through i'm sorry and um and they died four hours later and um it put me in a weird spot because i remember the abuse i remember going through everything um and then for to hear this man's voice kind of like it fucked with me and kind of like okay do i forgive this person you know to give him a chance but he took something away from me that was valuable you know uh that was you know he part of the reason why i was in foster care because of him the other part is my biological mother who's still alive uh, my mother's still around but she's evil i um we're not in good terms um and then i tried to be try to uh be there for her or have her be there for me 
you know, but she's very manipulative, only comes around with money, come around only for money to ask for it. Then if it's not there, get mad. My younger brother keeps the most contact with her, and he, from what he tells me, all she does is talk crap about me, about how she thinks that I'm better than everyone because I beat odds. And I think she's salty because she's the reason why I'm in foster care as well. I was in foster care. And the fact that I was able to overcome that, I think that bugs her. Um, and, um, but nonetheless, yeah, it was, it was tough. Um, it was a question. I'm sorry. I forgot on a tangent. I forgot the question. <laughs> no, because that's just, yeah. Oh, it was just, um, like, <laughs> how do you, how have you been processing that? Oh, yes. Or yes, healing yes. from that? It's, um, I've learned, like, I, like, like you touched on it earlier. I've learned to beat every odd of of failing that someone who will go through. I do would have. Um, I'm obsessed with not becoming a what's the word a uh, st- um, a uh, statistic. I'm, I don't I, I don't want that. I don't I don't like it. Um, so that being said, I push myself, um, to, I don't know, just be great. It just kind of like show that despite, uh, the horrible traumas I've been through as a child, um, and in my early teens, I can be able to move, move past that and forgive. Um, still, still, I think the therapy is needed. Uh, but right now I'm at a point where I can like, not I, I can still function without it you know um you're not harboring like bitter or like hatred that's holding you back yeah, yeah i'm not harboring i have it I, I i generally i loathe my mother i've and this is feelings of because i there was a point in time where I, she wasn't my life and i tried to have a relationship after when you were older when i was older uh, I even right now I have a number and everything. She she tries to reach out on Facebook or you know Instagram. I block her. I'm at a point right now. Sometimes you have to be. Sometimes people hold you back. You have to be better off without them in your life in order to succeed. I always care for her from afar. Um, but having knowing that my own mother hates on me because I want to be successful. I don't, I don't need no one like that in my life. You know? So, there's definitely always going to be some disappointment, some animosity towards her. But I wish her, for, wish her the best. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's, um... Just... The therapy aspect. It takes... It takes more than just one person. Yeah. You know, everybody needs therapy. Yeah. You know, everybody needs to work on yeah. themselves. 100%. No matter how old they are. Yes. You know, and a lot of people, especially I notice sometimes the older generation. Yeah. And especially I think in our community, they seem to be really against talking about the things yeah. that caused the behaviors. Yes. Which they often mock. Yeah. Which they often talk shit about. Yeah. Which they often gossip about. Yeah. But they would they would rather gossip about it mm-hmm. and talk shit about it yeah. instead of address 
why is that person like that? Exactly. Why did that person do the way he do? Why do I feel like this? Yep. Because this person who has this relationship to me is achieving this. Exactly. But it's never, why do I, it's always, I feel this way, therefore I'm going to tell and project. It's exactly. never, I feel this way, why do I feel this way? Exactly. You know? You know? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of things get you there. Therapy can get you there. Yeah. Meditation can get you there. Yeah. Can religion and God get you there? I don't know. Yeah. For some people it works, some people it doesn't. You know, I think you need more than that. Yeah, no, 100%. I think I, you need more than just God and religion because that can often be used as a band-aid. Yeah. So everything's okay. Yeah. Always put it in Jesus' hands. Yeah. Let Jesus take the wheel. I think, yeah, I, I think that works as a basis. It's not that, it's not, because for me, I, I, I grew up a religious household. I was actually Jehovah's Witness at one point in time in my life. That's tough. Horrible. Never, I mean, not, no offense to anybody that's Jehovah's Witness, but I couldn't do it. And I did it for a girl. <laughs> and I and you know I don't let me not even judge. I the shit I've done for girls. Okay. <laughs> right, exactly. I have a tattoo on my ass, right? Not totally kidding. No, I'm kidding. Show, show us. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Just smooth. No, 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 I'm totally Rated kidding. Rated R. Rated R, exactly. <laughs> no, 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 no. I for girls. Uh, for girls. Only fans. <laughs> Only fans. Only fans link. Only fans, right? Exactly. After forty minutes the Treehouse show has transitioned. Choose the OnlyFans Premium. Uh, join our Patreon. Patreon, <laughs> exactly right. Shout out Adam Twenty Two. Right, literally. This motherfucker, he'll do a regular podcast and he's like, "Well, it's porn now." Yeah, literally. <laughs> but go to the Patreon. Go to the Patreon. You're like, what the fuck? How did they go to the literally? It was hundred percent funny yeah. shit. But it was yeah, religion is. I, I grew up. I grew up in. I like we talk about OnlyFans and back to religion. <laughs> I mean, hand in hand, hand? no but, pun intended. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me all stop. pun intended. <laughs> all <laughs> pun, all pun. Um, and um, no, my grandmother was a very religious person. Um, but we, but she was different. She, we didn't go to church. We went to a Bible study. So without all the hollering and all the yeah, the theatrics of taking out, losing your whole goddamn day, yeah, being hungry and shit in church, yeah, without all that. <laughs> Please don't give me more PTSD. <laughs> literally, and it was literally like we got up and got up in the morning, and it, it wasn't even that early. It was ten o'clock. Got up at ten. Bible was ten from ten eleven. Bible study. That was it. Read the Bible. They talk about a discussion. That's that. And um, and but but it was weird because she, so, she, so we celebrated no holidays. The only thing we celebrated was my, our birthdays because I was a celebration living another year. But uh, I prayed every day. I still pray to this day. Uh, Cause you no, know, uh, I do I do believe in God because I feel like someone had to be there for me out of all the shit that I've been through. And I'm still here, you know what I'm saying? Somebody looking out. <laughs> yeah, somebody looking out. You know what I'm saying? But um, I think you, you can't just only, in my opinion, you can't just only have faith, have leave everything to God. You also have to put effort with yourself. You can't be like, you know what? I ain't gonna pay rent. I'm gonna leave it to God. <laughs> and you can't act like you know. You ain't gonna be like, hey, yo, whoa! I leave that to God. You you gonna be homeless too? You gonna be on the street? So you gotta kind of like also work at what work at what you want from God. You know what I'm saying? If I want to lose weight, which I do, and I'm, I'm gonna need to eat better. I'm gonna need to have a better lifestyle. I can't just be like I'm gonna pray on it and still eat like shit. You know that that's not how that works. So you uh, while you're leaving, <laughs> why you why religion is great. We're having just something to believe in. Yeah, it's great and all. You still need to obviously put effort for yourself if you want to change. 
Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of effort and like willingness to change, you know, you know, all of your siblings, mm-hmm. you know, all of they all went through this. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people go through this. Yeah. Right? Why do you think why do you think that a lot of people, you know, don't have a success story like kind of like you or don't, you know, aren't getting these promising jobs, aren't kind yeah. of, you know, becoming alchemist, yeah. you know, and turning negative to a positive. What do you think is holding a lot of people back? You know what? Um, that confidence within himself. You know, I was broken and beaten down before I became the confident individual I am right now. Um, and it's hard to get up out of that. We we have the table set for you already and the path made and it's nothing but negativity, nothing but, you know, tribulations, you know. Um, you know, just it's hard to go through that because because if, if the path set you got to go through it but the, the path does end if you want it to you know if you want to work at it and try at it, it it can happen but yeah i think the, it's it's the confidence it's the also no one in this world can do something do everything by themselves so meaning having a support and making yourself vulnerable to have that so a lot of people may not feel like they can open up with what they're going through, so they don't have have the support they need to get out of that. So that could be a reason why the success story isn't there. Um, also, um, temptations as well. I know for me, even to this day, I cope with what I've been through with drinking and drugs. So you know, and obviously recreationally, you can have a good time, whatnot. But like sometimes. Those it, it takes you away from the negativity. Sometimes people solely rely on that. That's how addictions happen. So that's another thing. You know, uh, I was everybody in my. I mean, see, a lot of people that I was either in foster homes with right now, or or group homes with, either have kids that can't afford. Um, they're in jail. A couple are died. Um. I don't know. I mean, besides myself, I think it was one other person um, who's kind of like made something of themselves, but it's hard. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like, yes, yeah, right on the money. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, it, if you ask not, you have not. Yeah. A lot of times. Yeah. You know, so it's that support system. You know, people sleep on that so much. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and not any support system. A support system that values you. Yeah. A support system that really cares. Yeah. You know that that's what's vital. Going kind of all the way back, I remember you mentioning, and just from like the way you talk, you know, speak of people. Yeah. You know, speaking of Madeline. Yeah, you know, and I the love yoga that and the yeah. vegan and all that. Like, it looks like you hang around with a diverse crowd. Yeah, you know, you keep yourself immersed, and I, I that probably probably comes from like that's what just kind of what you're used to, just moving around. Yeah, and like different stuff like that. But um, yeah, like, how where did that come from, or like how why do you value, you know, immersing yourself in different experiences, different music, different kinds of people to learn. To learn and to keep myself on my toes, uh, I want to say, when you listen to different types of music, because we all have different types of feelings, 
So if we can connect a feeling to the type of music we listen to, you know, that's just a great connection. It's going to, like, help us feel better, kind of, like, based on that feeling. For example, if I'm very angry and I want to listen to fucking Screamo, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, and I want to be angry, I'm going to be fucking angry. I'm going to listen to Screamo. If I want to fucking, I don't know, uh, relax, chill, and just close my eyes for a bit, listen to some Dave Matthews and some shit, I'll put that on, you know. So it's kind of like my friend group as well. It's kind of like... I have a lot of friends for a lot of different stuff, you know. I, um, for for example, um, I have these two friends of mine who are super successful. Uh, one's like um, director of sales for a biotech company, and the other one is like uh, CFO of a company. And I see these guys on the regular. Those are my those those are two of my closest friends. Um, and I learn from them. We have a great time. They're what I aim to be financially. Uh, the other my, my other two friends, uh, my best friends, Chris and Celso. Chris, Chris is a, a professional tennis coach. So like that, he's athletic and shit. To teach people, to teaches people how to play tennis. And then my Celso is a, um, um, he's like his marketing, as well. And you know, this is my other friend Ryan. Uh, Ryan is also into sales. Uh, I, I love Ryan. Ryan, um, he. If it's my emotional side, kind of like he he loves to have a great time, but he's very wholesome, down to earth. Um, um, and he just he he doesn't have a problem being vulnerable. He'll call me sometimes, and he's having a rough day, and you know it's like oh, man, I'm having a bad day, and I'll talk, you know. And same with him. Him and I have cried on phone calls together, you know. So. Shout out Ryan. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good to have diverse friends. Yeah, it, it goes. It goes. It goes with the moving. It does different neighborhoods, different friends, and but it's also a huge strength because it, when you're around those neighborhoods, you're also around different people. So when I do interviews, you know, interviews can be very uh, intimidating for people. But hanging around, you know, my other two friends that are successful, you know, get tips from them, get that confidence going. I can walk in and have the confidence of a god, you know, and just be like, oh, I'm going to get this job, which is how I landed this job right now. It's, you know, it was this job. It's the most strenuous interview process I've ever been in, for sure. God, it was damn. two weeks, three interviews. The last interview was a two-hour interview with four different people. And they're all bosses. And I go in from the jump anyway. And it looks like a, a scene from a movie. It's all glass, very up, very startup vibey, but also up to date. And you can just tell like this company is about their shit, you know. And but I can also tell that they're very serious and successful appeals to them. So interview process, I have to, I have to go through obviously the phone call. Whether well, and they actually they reached out to me actually, so it's pretty cool. Um, but. Um, uh, start with a regular phone call, then uh, was a, a face a Zoom call with the hiring manager. After the hiring manager, it was a two-hour interview. After that, it was a reference checks. So they actually call. You got to like have them fill out stuff and, stuff and basically verify that you're the shit, you know. <laughs> so, and after that, you go through a background check, and after that, um, different more more processes. It was long, but. When you finally get it. And last time this happened was prior. I didn't get the job. I would do all those steps. And they told me no. So I was bummed. 
But I got this one. I was like, yeah, you know, we're good. Yes. Yeah. But diversity is good. <laughs> full circle. Full circle. Full circle. Full circle. Um, see, that's Kanye goes full circle, but he mm. don't come back. He don't come back. That's the difference. Yeah. He, 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 like, he gets lost in like, what is it? Lost in the sauce. Three, three pie. <laughs> pie is like, he gets lost in like half pie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he don't come back. Thank you for coming yeah, back. I came back, came back, came back, came back, came back. Speaking of Kanye, like, because cause as, as avid fans of Kanye, we kind of like, oh, yeah, right? Oh my gosh, shout out Kanye. Our, our brave leader. <laughs> right. Our Lord and Savior, Father Ye. Savior, Father Ye. <laughs> Please bless this kombucha. <laughs> And, and bless bless all our equipment to capture this amazing episode. Right. Um, but we, as Kanye fans, we, we always want him to come full circle, go back to go back to graduation, Kanye. <laughs> he even he even, he wants Kanye wants Kanye to go back to graduation. Kanye. <laughs> he literally made a song. They want the old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the old Kanye. <laughs> no, literally, literally, mm-hmm. no, like. No, but like, no, it's just, just hearing this is just a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, that is amazing that you Thank were you. able to, you know, to muster all of that confidence that you have such a supportive, diverse, mm-hmm. you know, inspirational friend group around you. And, you know, just going back to like, you know, what you've been through, because I, I have another friend, you mm-hmm. know, a very good friend of mine and not comparing traumas, but, you know, so similarly, close. He had been, you know, sexually abused, mm-hmm. um, you know, repeatedly. Yeah. And that he's older now. He's in his 50s. Mm-hmm. But that changed his whole the way he approaches dating. Yeah. The way he approaches certain hangups he has. Yeah. You know, it's it permanently changes, you know, it's it's like so what the way he broke it down is he said it emotionally stunts you. Yeah. Because the the brain from the ages, I believe, from like one to seven, everything is accelerated. Yeah. And certain aspects take priority, and that priority takes a big space in your mind and limits the growth of other areas. Yeah. So like one of the big things that take a big priority, the body's growing really fast. So what happens is if, if you are exposed to like something sexual or some earlier, very early on. Yeah. That can take, whereas you'd be normally growing, you know, you'd yeah. be learning, oh, faces, yeah. friendships, yeah. mother, father, auntie, <clears throat> loyalty. Yeah. You know, kids are learning that around that age. Oh, yep. friends don't do that. Yeah. Mothers don't do that. Like, hierarchy. Yeah. Okay, status. You're yeah. learning that so fast from like one to seven. Yeah. But then some fucked up sexual shit happens. Then what happens is, instead of with the other kids in kindergarten are learning that, yeah. you're, you're, you're like, your whole brain is like on something else. It's yeah. stuck. It takes up a big mental bandwidth. And the way he yeah. broke it down made so much sense. Because I'm looking at like, oh, wow. So he's explaining, oh, so that's why I'm like that. That's why I don't yeah. like that. But he, he found out at a much later age. Oh, you know? Okay. So, so I'll, I'm just curious to see like, were there things about you that you found out about yourself after that? Like either emotionally or socially. Yeah. That like you've like, oh, I realized I, I you know, maybe I only like to do this kind of thing when I'm with yeah. a woman or or maybe I only like to, you know, this type of person that looks like this, I make sure I stay away from that yeah. because of this. Like just like if you're comfortable. Yeah, no, of course. This is all just to share and help other people. Of course. You yeah. know, like what are things that based on your experience it just allows you to look at the world differently. 
Um, well, obviously, like I said, due to the abuse, I was actually exposed to sex at an early age. You know, so I guess one of the things is, you know, um, started having sex in a long time. My last perfect dream, I was 13. Um, yeah, sometimes you're like, it's, let me see. For example, for me, I'm a very, uh, I, I'm just, the, 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 the kind of the traumas, I would say this, has turned me to kind of like a kinky person. Mm. So, and I think that's honestly common. It's not spoken about a lot, but traumas can, is, and I, I, and I kind of want to know the science behind it, how traumas can turn people into kind of like liking kinky stuff more. So like, so, such as like BDSMs or you know, stuff like that. Um, and so I kind of keep it spicy in the bedroom. I'm, I'm obviously not like choking the shit out of people, you know, but I'm like, obviously not doing that. But like, you know, if she wants, and if she wants, if she wants it, obviously right, by right. all means, I'm here for it. But you know, I'll but, listen to your music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the BBS song, obviously. I know I'm dirty and shit. I, I love it. That's like, I, I always tell people, I was kind of like, I have two, two sides of me. I have the guitar, the smooth, mellow side where I play human nature on the guitar and it's nice and whatnot. Then I have the first off, fuck your bitch and the click you clank. You know, I have that, that side too as well. So, um, first and foremost, we live in a day and age where sexuality is. It's accepted. It's kind of like it's open, getting more and more open to talk about. You know, it's okay to you know feel like you can be yourself. So if I could tell anyone, if you have any curiosities or whatnot, go for it. Just be safe. You're curious about some shit, go for it. You find out if you like it or don't like it. You know. Um, so that's how I found out. I like I like a lot of shit. You know. Uh, I like to keep it steamy in the bedroom. So definitely like you know using toys or whatnot or kind of like you know for me taking the pleasure of my partner and making sure they're good before I'm good, you know? So, cause I'm still be good either way, <laughs> but you know, just taking that time out, exploring stuff uh, to know that it's okay. Like, just be safe. Um, let me see on the, on the mental side, you know, from the abuse, it stemmed a lot of questions about if I want to be committed to only one partner, you know? And, um, Sorry about that. Make sure my parking's good. Um, and even though I'm still struggling with that right now, um, one of the, the having a partner uh, that's able to kind of help you know help you feel comfortable as well. And you know, I've only had one partner that you know she's a great woman, still in my life. Her name's Veronica. She's an amazing person. Um, and kind of making, you know, sharing something and knowing that it's okay to, you know, be with one person if you want to be, because I'm usually a very polyamorous individual, you know, and also we live in a day and age also where that's, you know, that's okay, you know, there's the, that's the reason why the term, you know, for the streets is a thing, <laughs> you, know? Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know, for that reason, but um, as I'm still learning how to kind of be like one person type of person, uh, one partner type of guy, um, it's harder when you're abused, you know, because you don't want to trust, you know, if all your trust in one person. Because, you know, I trusted my parents, but look what happened, you know? So, yeah. Did I answer the question? Yes. Okay, cool. More than answer, you 
you know, like I wasn't expecting much with that. I was just, you know, just I just want to <clears throat> provide, you know, value. Yeah. You know, to other people who are maybe younger, who yeah. haven't done the therapy, who haven't introspected like you have. Yeah. Like obviously you you've been able to say this happened, so I I highly believe this is why I act like that. Exactly. A lot of people they're just in this haze. Yeah. Like, why do I do this? And they judge themselves. If they judge themselves, that, it yeah. often goes to judgment. It doesn't go to curiosity. Yeah, it often goes straight to judgment. I've like, been like this wrong too. with me. Yeah, hundred percent. You know. Yeah, and it's it's yeah like it, like like you said it, when it does go to that judgment, it's okay. It's like, it's, like, it's 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 important. I should say for you to be like you know what I don't need to judge myself. Just if I like A, B, and C, as long as it's right and ethical, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> Then, you know, it's okay because each one we all have our demons, we all have our skeletons, we all like what we like. You know what I'm saying? So being able to kind of be ten toes down with who we are and only reaching to be better, you know, should be the goal at all times. Um, for most of my life, I was always a what other what will other people think type of person. And I think most of us are, if not everybody is, to some, to some extent. Because we all want some validation. You know, this is why people have those TikToks, the Instagram stuff, you know. Um, even with you, know, you and your podcast, you want people to know that, you know, to have an open setting. And to kind of, like, validate, like, hey, it's okay to talk about certain things. You know, so, which is, to have that be like, okay, you know what? I do want people to approve. I want people to kind of accept what I'm doing. Yeah, I think that's a good thing to a certain extent, though. When it becomes obviously like a, an obsession, then that's when people lose themselves. Yeah. So, yeah, no, no judgment. Has it ever become an obsession to you? Um. Yes and no. Um. I've always wanted. To, I like. I love partying. I love going out. I love having a good time. And, you know. When I go out, um, I want people to know that I'm there. I want people to kind of like, what's the word? If I'm around, I'm going to have a good time. So I guess that being said, I will always kind of like make sure people are good, having a good time, whatnot. And then I'll lose myself of having my own great time myself because I'm too focused on making sure they're good. So that was always kind of like my niche or sorry, my struggle going out. But then recently, probably within the past couple of years, being like, you know what, I'm having a great time. And fuck everybody else. And then I'm having fun. They can come have fun with me. If not, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm here for me. So, plus that shit gets expensive. <laughs> I, ain't got, I ain't got that type of bread. <laughs> you know, so I'm still a working man. So, uh, but yeah, 100% at one point in time. It was definitely. Um, but I overcame it. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. How'd you overcome it? Like just through setting boundaries, or yeah, hundred percent. Because even I mean, excuse me, me. I used to work as a bartender for years. Serving bartender for years, so a lot of places in the city. Um, and going out, people always want to know what's the what's the what's the hottest spot, what's the great spot, what's the best spot. And um, I was always kind of like the leader of the group of kind of like, well, uh, uh, wherever Ellis wants to go, we're going. You know. And that put a lot of pressure on me because, like, when I'm having a good time, everybody's like, okay, well, well what's next? What's next? I'm like, well, I'm chilling here now, you know. So I overcame it. Just telling people, no, boundaries. Hey, look, like, if y'all want to go, I'm down to follow. 
let me know where blah 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 um and not big yes man everybody because i was that yeah that's that's that yeah so overcoming that it's just send boundaries like you said yeah where do you think the yes man come from like like me personally yeah i was a, a huge yes man yeah because i in college entering college mm-hmm. i was extremely awkward yeah i was extremely i felt like i didn't fit in yeah you know so a lot of times i would do things to fit in and say yes to people i didn't want to say yes to yeah because i felt like that gave me entry yeah you know to be validated yeah. that gave me entry you know to be accepted yeah you know and then over time it became okay this is hurting my soul yeah or or i'm doing stuff that i don't even like doing yeah and it looks like I do it so well. Yeah. And it looks on the outside that I like to do it. But yeah. I actually, I'm just doing, at that point, it's just maintenance. Maybe. I'm just doing it to maintain what I've built yeah. through that fucked up uh, being a yes man. Wow, yeah. You know, kind of unpack that. Oh, wow. Man. Um, wow, that's deep. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Um, kudos to you for stepping out of that one. Yeah. <laughs> Still... <laughs> It's a working process. Of course. Progress. Yeah, but at least you know if the, the first step is recognizing it, because I had to recognize it. Because at this point, I'm losing part of myself. You know, and not only that, I'm losing money. You know, I'm losing valuable time of whenever I do set those boundaries. Are these people really going to be there when I set these boundaries? Or are they using me for what I have to offer them? You know, so if I'm, like you said, you're, you're, you're the yes man. You know, when I was doing it, I was basically just saying, yeah, you know, whatever. And not feeling like it, or then when I started saying no, people kind of like trickle away. Be like, oh, you know, why isn't he being who I want him to be instead of being me being who I who I, who I am, you know? So, yeah, yeah. I wonder where it comes from. Like, I think I mean I think it comes for me. I can say it came from the point of wanting to be accepted. And and because unfortunately for all the foster homes that I was in, I wasn't able to make realistic and healthy relationships. So I wasn't able to open up. So that and I would that meaning that I wasn't never accepted by no one because I don't know who the fuck I am, you know. So uh, it wasn't until I got older to realize like, hey, you know what? It's okay. You're not moving anymore. You know, start building healthy relationships. Start kind of like making friends and, you know, finding people that just loves you for you, my guy. You know? Yeah, man. It's, um, that's what this is. It's just, just students. Everybody's yeah. just a student and everybody's a teacher. Yeah. And we're all just here to yeah. learn. Yeah. You know? And nobody has everything figured out. 100%. You know, a hundred percent, nobody has a hundred percent of anything figured out. Yeah. And that can be overwhelming at first. Yeah. But the the more we lean into that, Mm -hmm. the more that works in our favor. Yeah. Because the key to becoming great is not thinking that you know it all. Uh Uh-huh. Right. The key to becoming great is acknowledging that you know nothing. Because what motivation would you have to learn if you know you know everything? Exactly, you know? know? So I love that we're having these tough conversations. Yeah. You know, because that's that part of teacher-student. Yeah. Student-teacher. Exactly. That that often gets left out. Yeah. You know? 
So I love that you, you know, being brave and comfortable to yeah. share what you've shared. And that's going to help so many people. Yeah. What you, every word you said is going to help so many people because so many people have gone through, you know, similar things, Yeah, you know, to that. And I feel like it's not spoken of enough. We, we speak so much about all these redundant things. Yeah. You know, what, what's Kanye doing? What's Kim Kardashian doing? Exactly. What's the Super Bowl? You know, so, yeah. but this, these are the things that kind of, that most of these people have a lot been through. Yeah. But it gets swept under the rug. So, uh-huh. You got people like, um... You know, Kendrick Lamar yeah. making albums about this. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar's album, Miles and the Big Steppers, I think I butchered it. Uh, that is a mental health album. Yeah. Watch that. Yeah. Listen to it. Yeah. Please listen to I, it. I, I heard some songs on it. Uh, I liked it. I like it. It, it. It's definitely an album. Like for me, I tried to listen to it. I was on the bus on the way home. Not the vibe because I don't, I'm not 100% tapped in. I definitely gotta like be at home. So I have to, I have to re-listen to it, to or to hear that you know, kind of like what 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 he's saying, you know? Because yeah, no, hundred percent. And and you're right. It's we're so distracted by the media, but you know, what's picture perfect? What's kind of like what meets the eye, and not knowing that you know, even some of those celebrities, you know, had to go you know through trials and tribulations. In order to get to way up where they are, you know, like like Eminem for example, what the fuck he's been through, you know, and now he's like, you know, and now and now Eminem is like fucking invited to the barbecue, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, like so, and he's failed, he's came he's failed so many times when he was younger to get to where he has to be, you know, so like 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 I said, you you talked you typed in earlier. Um, you know, sometimes you have to go through that pain in order to be the best you. Um, so, yeah. Thank you so much, Ellis. Oh, you're welcome, man. No, thank you for being for having me here, man. This is dope. I'm excited. This is beautiful. Yeah. This was heartwarming. This was enlightening. This was reflective. Yeah. Thought provoking. Intros introspective. You know, yeah. all of those. And um, yeah, yeah, I, I love it. And you know, this is gonna impact so many people. It's going to impact me, you know, and I hope that this just sparks, you know, more, more instances in our lives where we feel comfortable to not be ashamed of who we are. 100%. You know, no matter, you know, what, what things we've done or what thoughts we've had, you know, that there are other people who have gone through what we've gone through, think what we think. And most importantly, overcome, overcome a lot of these things. Yeah. You know, you're on the spectrum of overcoming things. Yeah. You know, and that is helping so many people. And I feel like that's why this episode so impactful. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. I feel like with that, you know, that's a good good um conclusion to this conversation. Yeah. Before we leave though, okay. Ellis, you know, he you you got a lot of stuff going on. So how can people, you know, stay in touch with your music, stay in touch yeah. with um, everything you do. So, uh, you follow me on uh, Instagram. It's I A M L S D. So I A M E L L I S D. It's funny because uh, when I was in military school, the name LSD came out. I didn't even like. I didn't even know, and it was my fucking name. <laughs> that obviously has that kind of like double connotation. It was pretty cool. But yeah, I am I am LSD. Uh, I'm working on some new shows. Uh, well, I'm well, I'm going to be performing again. 
uh, hopefully soon. Um, this is a bar called The Store uh, in Lincoln Park. Uh, it's super swanky. has a venue in the front. And I'm working on booking a show there soon within the next couple months. So, yeah. Y'all better tap in, boy. Y'all better swarm it. Listen. Yeah, exactly. Listen, we'll know. Exactly. Mark your dates, mark your calendars. Bring the fam out. Bring you know, bring your girl out. Bring your side. Bring your side chick. Bring the main. Can you lose action at the show? It's 2022. Sometimes we need. A following act, yeah, at exactly. The show. Sometimes that's the main it. event is not enough. <laughs> that's so what, if that's, that's the case, be, it could be enough. Go ahead, bring them both. Bring you know both. what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna stay my ass at home. I know, right? You know Watch on YouTube. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I love this. I love everything. Do you have any final words you want to say to the audience? This is your time. Yeah, um, I want to say that speaking with, to everybody that's been through something, um, regardless of how big or how small it may be. Um, talk about it. The best thing we could do for ourselves is to be open, and it doesn't have to be necessarily with therapists. It could be with a close friend. You know, you never know. You know what opportunities can be open for you if no one knows. You know, so be open. Talk about it. All it's gonna do is better yourself. That's it. Wisdom. Yeah, wisdom beyond his his ear, his ear, <laughs> wisdom beyond his ear. I know, even though this hairline, his hairline got me looking like I'm forty, but it's not. <laughs> <I know. laughs> listen, listen, it's 2022. You about know. to work in a chemistry lab? <laughs> you gonna abracadabra <laughs> that shit back on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, listen, right. Listen, it's um, youth is not, youth is just, I'm not no R Kelly shit, right? But wisdom. <laughs> It's just a number. Or yeah, age is just a number, number when it comes to wisdom. When it comes to wisdom. When it comes, it comes to, wisdom. to wisdom. You know. <laughs> Gotta hey. make the distinction. You hate a pedophile's like, yeah, I know, right? You're like, what is it? Like, huh? <laughs> what a pedophile's not watching my podcast. <laughs> right. But, you Hopefully. know what I'm saying? Uh, like, you can hate R. Kelly you want to, but you, you at least know that he would never speed in the school zone. Mic drop. <laughs> we ended the podcast. We ended the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Before we leave, you know, that's like saying that's that, a that's like saying uh, <laughs> that's like saying say what you want about Hitler, but and then just like oh shit, bro, what do you about <laughs> no, no but no but <laughs> it's like we gonna end it right here before oh, I get canceled. I know. As always, stay hydrated, stay breathing in that good ass oxygen, Ugh. and most importantly, most importantly, stay basic. You are listening to. <laughs> Wanderlust by yours truly. Toxic, but I'm into you. Let's drop so that the shit may be a sheet or two. Heart throbbing out my chest like Tom and Jerry. Picture us in the garden of eating, eating berries. Your touch is electric, leaving you with scary. If we break up, I'm pandering to you like Ben and Jerry's. And that may have went all over your head. Call me Mr. Underhill. Photo baggers with the dreads. See, I'm weird, but I digress. Don't dress to impress. Pull up to your thin crocs. 
Ziki out the house finesse On the verge of destruction Headed to my doom Existential dilemma Bought on by the sh** You got bunions on your feet for running through my mind Stacial head and texture like an onion It should be a crime And it's a blessing from the universe I pass a line Yeah, we bump heads from time to time That's your zodiac signs Netflix and chill Then some Bonnie Clyde Partner in crime See a lick still my slide And I know you down the ride if we on hot Put over by the feds You the type to help me hide We gon' keep it free Body till we 63 and on the beach, get fine for indecency. Public enemies, PDA, yes, please. Barefoot, stepping on these haters' necks like Miller Peace. I'm not desperate, but you more than a pastime. You independent, but I'll be your shepherd. Just a pastime, free in the pasture, cause we both black sheep. This song for you, hope you play this sh on repeat. Now I'm feeling champagne, swerving down at 66, bumping Prince Purple Rain. Almost had an accident, couldn't stay in our lane. Road to fame wasn't easy, it was pleasure and pain. Real racks to riches story, we was a fixer upper, offer upper, and a down and no appetite for supper. Even when we was distant lovers and I was crashing in that cup, but I had to suffer. I was so down bad, didn't even have a cover, but you was there in spirit, kept me warm, we had each other. We ain't got much time left, but let me reminisce While I take my last breath About our thefts, about our quests How we move to the west without a penny to our name And still found success I'm running out of things to say I know you like dark humor I'm trying to take your breath away Now I'm zoning out, finna lose sight Hold my hand, let's take one last trip But this time we'll be light But this time we'll be light